point. Um, why don't we just roll the intro and actually officially get started on this thing? Hey, everyone. Fine. Hi. Uh, hit the intro. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, um, hey everyone, happy Friday! Welcome to w- one more edition of the Digital Cash Rundown. I'm joined by the the prodigal child, Eleanor Blanc. How's it going? Great. Thank you for having me, Joel. As usual, I yes. love being on your show. Love catching yes. up with you. I said something. It must have said something wrong on the last one because she ghosted me for a few months, and then now she's back on. So apparently, I have absolved. I'm. You know, I'm absolved of my sins. I did not better. ghost you. I just can't do crypto <laughs> all the time, every day, every week. Yes, I no. understand. I understand. I'll uh, I'll do better next time. Maybe I'll be no. less toxic maximalist, and <laughs> you know that'll that'll kind of help out. But so yeah, as per usual, um, like, comment, share, subscribe, cointr.e/slash the desert links. Throw throw me a few little coins, and. I should say I'm going to streamline that process very soon. Um, I might as well say so. Well, but before I get to that part, so I'm diving into the (laughs) NFT space coming up very soon. You are? Yes. Wait, wait, wait. Because I just saw you buying an NFT recently. Yes. And the the Ken Bozak, like, bro, bro, like, I I understood that because I know how much you like Ken Bozak. And so I thought, okay, that's super sweet. You're supporting him. You're part of now mm-hmm. the bro bro tribe mm-hmm. you're you yourself are diving nfts joel yes what's I'm going happening to be is- issuing them and oh my god them, we I need guess. to do but okay first... i didn't realize but this is an intervention actually <laughs> no well let me tell you uh and that we will roll into the first news story that is related oh to this in just a little bit but okay. um one thing i'm going to do is and so you're gonna i'm roping you into this too because no you're not Everyone, every guest who's on my show, okay. I'm going to give them an NFT. Okay. Commemorating this glorious time on the okay. show. Okay, I'm okay so with that. It's, it's it does not have token. any financial value, right? It's just to commemorate our wonderful moments. Come I mean, on, it's a you pop. You just made a pop yeah. for us, right? Yes, cool, but cool, you cool. could sell it. No, if you yeah, wanted okay, I could. to. I could. It doesn't mean you will. Gonna... If, no. If you sell it right away, I'll be a little like just wait for six months and then sell it. But it's just like, like just dumping it uh, immediately. Like I'm not. Keeping... It's funny because let me tell you an NFT story from the 1980s. Uh, NFT before NFT. So, uh, Ronald Reagan, who was a president of the United States at the time, was on a trip, and while he was waiting on in the on his plane, he had a newspaper. And he scribbled because I, I knew some people who used to work closely with him. And so they used to tell stories about it. And so he had a newspaper and he just started like scribbling little doodles and like writing some things on it. Just like pass the time for like five minutes. And then at some point he like he left. I think it was in Japan or something. And they threw it in a he they threw it in a trash bin. And then someone found it in the trash bin and sold it for like ten thousand dollars or something like that. You know, oh, the president of the U.S., you know, this stuff. And then when the, the news came out, he, 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 they say, oh, Mr. President, this happened. He's like, hmm. And then he just wrote down a couple things on a piece of, like a piece of paper and signed it. And he said, here, go buy yourself a car. <laughs> and he just gave it to his staff member. That's... <laughs> so that's like the original NFT. Not really, but 
it's uh-huh. the same kind of a thing where it's like if it's a famous person, which I definitely am not, and I honestly, from seeing like the whole Joe Rogan stuff, I hope I never become famous. Like, what do you mean? You don't want to well, influence the future? Of course you do, Joel. What are you talking about? We're I, doing all well, of this so that we can change the world. Other people about? might want that, but well, anyway, if someone said, if I just said, wrote a thank you, like, hi, thanks for being on the show. Yeah. You know, always great to have you on. Sign it, yeah, and I give it to you. That does have monetary value to. Even if it's just a, a handwritten little note, it's I'm sending it to be nice to you. Of course, you're probably going to keep it, but you could take it and just like sell it. And if anyone cared about me, like, for example, if this was a I'm trying to think of like a big name in like if this was like Satoshi Nakamoto, like the if they figure out who he was, basically, if our friend Dr. Craig S. Wright um, <laughs> wrote a thing like that, people would pay a lot of money for it. Metallic Buter, uh... if he had a little thing. People would pay a lot of money for that. So even if it's a personal note just to you, some people would do that. Same thing with NFTs. I don't think you should sell it, but I will be doing that. And I'm introducing a second one. These are the ones I've decided on so far, which is only for people who have been on the show 10 times or more. And I believe I only have one person who has, and that was Spencer, who was on last time. And... Uh, yeah, so he, I'm already owe him one, and I haven't even made it yet. So, and that'll be like a, a per, that'll actually wow. have a design so that's that my, looks so a that's custom my incentive. Yes, no, but wait, that's keep... also my incentive to come more on the show, right? I want to get like the ultimate gold, sparkly, ten times on the show one, right? That's what. Yes, that's that actually what you're trying to do? that it's actually mm. a unique one. It's not just like oh, you're one of those ones. It actually what? looks like you and stuff. I haven't made I'm it yet. A rand- I'm getting a random one. I, no, Joel, well, that's you're, not okay. You're getting, one, you're getting one of them. Okay. So, <laughs> but it's funny because this kind of stuff, like one of the reasons I'm jumping in to the NFT mm. world is because I feel like it's as big as the crypto world or it will. You, and I feel like it's going to happen. You finally so drunk fast. the Kool-Aid. Is that what happened? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let's go with that. All right. Joel. Let's go to the. You're my unbanked, look up to person, freedom lover, crypto yeah. as payment, like mm-hmm. superstar, New Hampshire. You know, you literally have a t-shirt that says live for or die right now, but yeah. I will take your NFT and I will cherish it. And I'll be one of those soup holders, hodlers. I'll be like, yeah, I was on the Joel so, show. And I must say live for or die. The National <laughs> Football League yes. to offer yes. virtual NFT tickets at the Super Bowl in Los I Angeles. Saw. After launching commemorative virtual ticket NFTs in November of last year, uh, the NFL distributed over 250,000 NFTs as of mid-January. They announced officially hmm. on Wednesday that each fan who attends the Super Bowl in Los Angeles on fe- February 13th, coming right up here, will receive a unique customized non-fungible token. The NFT will feature their unique section, i.e. where they're sitting, row, and seat to commemorate the game day in the Super Bowl of Return to Los Angeles for the first time in almost 30 years. There, So I don't know how much this reaches. How I, I always assume that people outside of this country aren't as... Because like I don't know the big things. In the no, moment, I don't care about the Super Bowl. Is that what but you mean? Know, yeah, but you not know that it's... But you understand the size and scope of it, right? I don't yeah, care either, I, but... Right. This is no, like it's, it's cool. The largest, possibly the largest sporting sure. event in the world, or one of those. It's up there. It's one of those big things. Mm. 
and they're issuing all of their tickets as NFTs. And like, if that isn't mass adoption, I don't know what is. Like, this is, we're there now, kind of. Like, we're just the very beginning of it where, like, that's as mainstream as you can get. And the thing is, people think of NFTs (laughs) as like, board ape jpeg thing i don't know i'm not gonna touch those things but like this is exactly what it is because people get paper tickets you get a paper ticket which lets you into the event it gives all the information like that and you can keep it and say oh look i was here and it's a physical thing you can keep forever now even though it's you know is issued by a centralized entity but they have no control over the ticket the physical item once you get it right now when you get a digital ticket Mm-hmm. It's the same thing, but digital. But like, it could be a bro- it could be turned into a broken link. You know, they could like. There's no permanence of ownership of that in like the email. Like, here's the mm-hmm. email that has this, and it could be click click the link to get your ticket, and the the link could go down after all. So there's no permanence to that thing. With the NFT, they're making just a digital version of the physical ticket, so you can actually own the ticket forever. I mean, they could always say, yeah, we're not accepting that ticket anymore. We scammed you, whatever. There's always that side of things. But at least you know you're going to hold the ticket forever. And it, especially, I mean, it might have a picture associated. And there's always the problems with some NFTs that are like on OpenSea that the, the image is stored on centralized infrastructure. But still, it, like if the stuff is baked into the NFT itself, like it says row this, whatever, that stuff is permanent. And it's not like... I don't think people get both how revolutionary this thing is, but also how mundane it is, how just no big deal this is. This is just literally digitizing records, or rather it's it's making existing digital records I mean, into like a blockchain digital record, and that's it. It's not that big of a deal, kind of, yeah. at the same time as it is. Yeah, it's... it's- it's cool. Like, I'm not gonna, mm-hmm. I don't want to rain on anyone's parade. I mean, I'm glad for all the, you know, all these people that are now going to have to create a polygon wallet and have a polygon address to get yeah. their uh, NFL tickets. Cool for polygon, mm-hmm. I guess. That's, there you go. Blockchain adoption. Use case, you know, five out of 10. It's already a ticketing service. I mean, it's, Sure. Why not? Like if I was on the, what is it? If I was part of the NFL's marketing team, I would also not miss the beat. Mm -hmm. You know, it makes sense. Like, why wouldn't you? Coachella is also going to have NFT event thingies. Like it's not, why not? You're, it's a centralized and like you said, it's these tickets. It's not, it's, Mm -hmm. it's cool. You're anchoring something onto the blockchain. Good, good, good. And, you know, adoption somehow. And let's, I, yeah. Oh my God. Can, can I be more cynical? Like I can even hear it <laughs> in my tone of voice. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I'm trying it's... to be like enthusiastic and I just can't. It's just like, cool, cool. <laughs> well, the, the funny thing is it's people are the same way with crypto. It's funny because a lot of the crypto haters fair. are fair, NFT, like, the say it's funny how somewhere like if i'm explaining crypto to a cynic you have to get a few levels in before they like get it oh yeah because as like well digital money no but like, i i get the marketing angle i do mm-hmm. 
I absolutely do. You're now creating all these whitelisted whitelist address of fans that you can now airdrop mm -hmm. stuff to. They're going to get more stuff. Like once mm -hmm. you get people's Polygon address, you know, next airdrop is going to be, I don't know, collectible moments of the NFL, you know, whatever, part of the Super mm -hmm. Bowl. They're going to mint something, an event, that, I don't know, to even commemorate more or like show your show your nft to get i don't know free snacks and drinks i mean you can you know go go forward with this and sure that is part of a it is an adoption mm -hmm. <laughs> i can't say it yeah. i can't say more it's like it, but it's interesting <laughs> sure no i know it's not even interesting it's 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 nice, but it's like whenever I see like these big mega corporation, I don't know, the whole McDonald, whatever, doing NFTs, it's like, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not going to jump up and down for yeah, that. Because that's that's half half of that is cashing in, right? Half of it is cashing in on a trend, you know, it's just, just cyn cynically pure, catching in. When I say marketing, it's pure marketing so that literally the news will pick it up. All you want is to create some kind of buzz. So that, because mm -hmm. I mean, the Super Bowl's already been talked about, obviously, for other reasons. But suddenly, we're talking about the NFL on a crypto podcast. So yay, they 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 did it. PR, mm -hmm. marketing, clap clap. Am I now going to like rush and buy a ticket? No, I think this is. Well, I mean, mostly... you know how expensive <laughs> those things are. I mean, not nearly as much mm -hmm. as a bored ape, but again. Okay, so it's very exp yeah, so good. So they're creating an even more catered cool experience for their audience nice mm -hmm. kudos to the marketing team again yes it's so it's funny because um into a certain extent all nfts are on a much broader scale is a immutable digital record where before we had paper records and then we had mutable digital records for things for very mundane things like a purchase receipt or a ticket for this or a a diploma right mm -hmm. or any of those things like that or your property like your title to your house right? Your, right your ownership that now is that's a paper title and i'm sure that there's somewhere it's online too but that's too easy to, to mess with but then it's just going to be an nft instead and it's it's just it's moving big sectors of the economy over into you know the the immutable again theoretically immutable we still have a long ways to go before all nft or the majority of nfts are as i guess secure and decentralized as one could say bitcoin is right it's going to be a while till we hit that level wait but... bitcoin is decentralized <laughs> when when did that There's happen? a lot of qualifications <laughs> in that statement, but you know what I'm saying. Before it becomes the same <laughs> cypherpunk standard of whatever. Fine, fine. Um, but it's it's coming, and I think it's like here's my prediction. I guess I don't know if you've seen. I'm sure you've seen there a bit like the crypto hype cycles come and go, and oh, all these companies say oh, we're taking Bitcoin payments, yeah, and then then they kind of stop after a couple years, and like I don't know if anyone's going back on nfts like any of these companies i think they're going to do better nfts over time but i don't think like once mcdonald's does like the free nft with every happy meal kind of thing once that comes out which is a joke like kind of a joke but it's going to be reality very soon uh, once they do that i don't think they're going to stop for a few years and then start again i think that nfts had mainstream stickiness 
where nothing where crypto did not yet that crypto is getting into i think the nfts are honestly the trojan horse full of crypto inside that's going to come in and get into people's lives and then that's how everyone's going to mass adopt crypto as currency is through nfts first because you need crypto to make these nfts you need them to sell them you need a, like all this kind of stuff, and it's just so well, easy. Well, wait, well, wait. Is the NFL now selling their tickets for crypto? No. So you're getting an NFT. I, don't, I actually don't know. Probably not. Yeah, I yet, don't think so. But... No, of course not. So it's like a lot of these places. But are, but though. the NFL does need to buy Polygon in this situation to mint and their yes. airdrop to people. But I would be curious to see how mm -hmm. you know how many people out of these I I saw two hundred and fifty thousand tickets are going yes. to actually. Are actually people going to go through the effort of getting a wallet, understanding their keys, blah, blah, blah? Probably not. So we'll see. Um, and is it just I, like, does it just shows up in your NFL account? I don't know if that's a thing. You know, maybe people yeah, or, or just or in your email. They, maybe you have a custodial service that they use yeah, or something. Yeah, maybe. But, you know, which but, in this which case, it's a very small baby step. But it's sure. a step nonetheless. And especially when you have a like a kid, like a 12-year-old kid who starts up, gets like a MetaMask or whatever, and he just doesn't have any, and he just plays some game, and then he gets like ETH airdrop to him or whatever. Of course, the fees are mm. horrendous. But like, let's just let's just say like Solana. Okay, wait. No, Ugh, that's no a, that's we're not word. talking about that. No, that's no I was just word. about to I was just about to check mm -hmm. if XDeFi, which is a competitor to mm -hmm. MetaMask, has Polygon. I think so. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's just say okay, Polygon just... <laughs> or whatever. You get some, to the kid earns some or gets tipped some. He mints an NFT. He sells it on some like marketplace, semi decentralized marketplace or whatever. And then he makes a lot of money. He's 12. He doesn't have a bank account. But now he has all this money. What is he going to do? Oh, he's going to go take it to Thorchain, swap it for some Bitcoin, and buy a yacht <laughs> at 12, right? Like, <laughs> or you so, know just buy dogecoin or something probably yeah but that's how just, that's know. how it works you know it's funny um i um so i'm in the process of trying to buy a house and congratulations as far of this thank you in this i was chatting with the the seller's agent and yes. apparently he he knows the any pay people mm -hmm. and he's very excited he's talking about his son his 10 year old son sold lemonade right the old lemonade stand thing and he took sure. the money and he threw it all on crypto and the where it went now he his university education is already paid for and he's 10 years old right wow like that's pretty crazy so i love the savviness of the lemonade uh, he should come on my podcast yeah <laughs> so, and so tell me how did you pay for your studies at 10 <laughs> yes and so if he's watching this channel i mean i don't hopefully hopefully oh. he is but maybe his dad is but that's what I'm saying is like, and like you could just hustle as an artist and an NFT creator. You could just create something, create value. And then where do you extract the value to? It's like the matrix. You're in the matrix. You're still like a loser in the real world, but you're awesome in the matrix with the crypto matrix. And so you're not just going to like, okay, I did my NFT and I'm just going to wait until I have a bank account to like do anything with it. No, you're going to swap it to all these different little coins. You're going to play with like liquidity farming in real world 
so you can get to see how economics and markets work. You get to learn I that. I hope he doesn't. With, I hope the kid doesn't do leverage trading and and doesn't lose the wonderful money he's made for himself. Well, I hope That's he doesn't I... do too much leverage trading. A little bit to right. learn and lose it, right? <laughs> the That's pain. Worth it. But so yeah, this is the Trojan horse that gets everyone into the thing. Everyone's, and who knows if we're going to see a full fledged bear market if there's enough demand, constant demand for purely non-speculative and utilitarian purposes to buy crypto to produce nfts even if yeah, they well, apparently yeah, we'll like see. i think 40 percent of the gas fees right now on ethereum are to pay for nfts so yay yeah absolutely <laughs> so you know but well, you know others out there can just be mud because they don't have smart contracts but it's, you know it, these things are mm -hmm. interesting but i you sent me another article, which I thought was kind of funny as well, about, you know, like the Nike the, one. Yeah, the Nike one. And I'm like, yeah. I can't. So we're going to have this whole massive hype around NFTs, maybe. And I can't mm -hmm. wait to see, like, all these lawyers break their teeth on trying to explain why the metadata is or not trademarked. <laughs> or like, yes, the image is trademarked. Yes, but no. Yes, but it's mine. No, it's your. I can't. That's going to be great. So yay for all the NFT lawyers out there that are going to try to prove or not prove that certain nfts are trademarked or not i can't wait for the first metaversal trespassing case in court oh wow wait I don't... like you trespass <laughs> wait 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 On the metaverse? So, tre... <laughs> so by the way i have yeah okay like yeah okay i don't know that's too really far funny. is that too far no that's that's far. um <laughs> no because i i know some guys who bought some plots of of mm -hmm. in decentraland and I'm just wondering if the case is like somehow you'd have like a, another entity that would want to like occupy their, mm -hmm. <laughs> how do you, you can't, how do you enforce that? How do you kick them out or not have your plot well, get overrun by trolls? Basically, you can't, I guess maybe you, you have you to buy a digital, like an NFT of an auto turret that goes <laughs> shoots down. like it's going to get very weird. That's all oh my I God. Say. And it's going to get weird. Like, online militias or something like people pay to def oh my god this is oh, the wild west the wild absurd. yeah i mean welcome to the future it's a little it's a little it's, interesting it's, you know it's yeah, token so, at best <laughs> so it's funny about like nfts aren't real they don't have real value like all this kind of stuff apparently nike doesn't believe so because they're they're taking the seller of unlicensed nike nfts to to court i can't i can't believe they have why would they bother someone like oh, for that it's just like don't they have other things to do and yeah know. so because they i have feel bad for what's it called the stock yeah. x or whoever the online yes. seller like just leave that it's uh, it's a good uh, you know I, I applaud the hustle you know to, you mm -hmm. know someone had to go and mint these things and make a design and actually sell them and just leave them alone. No, I, there was an interesting yeah. take I heard on the um, on the Bankless podcast the other day where they were saying, you know, please copy paste my stuff and copy paste my NFT because then it, it increases in awareness. So that in a way, StockX or whoever is being sued now by Nike is actually bringing awareness to Nike. Like, mm -hmm. shouldn't they be like, yay, a fan instead of like, oh, no, that person is making money off of us? Like, yes. Well, here's the thing is if they're like, you still a little bit boomer, they're still in the, in the past thinking like the old systems in the future. So right now, like that Hulk Hogan, Ken Bozak thing that I bought because mm. you know, it's Ken, um, 
if someone if i saw that from someone else like if i didn't know it was from ken or what if it was the art the artist who did it for ken but it was a different like i don't know if i'd know i don't know if i i mean i would care because it's i only did that for ken to support ken and like get in on his stuff but if it was yeah you wouldn't school, you wouldn't buy would you buy the ripoff of ken bosak's art but i wouldn't but here's the thing how would most people know if it's a ripoff right now they would just see a cool nft oh this is doing well. i'm gonna buy this in the future it's going to be a lot easier to tell and care about authenticity because people are just buying crap now like no one like the board apes no one was like I want to buy an well, NFT. Wait, the the yes. the company behind Board Apes or whoever yes. created the design just got evaluated for like five billion or something. Yeah, ridiculous. they're doing well now. They're now the authenticity is really good. But when they started <laughs> them, like no one cared about. Oh, it's a one of those from this this creator. Like no one cared. It and they had to build it over time, right? Mm. But so basically, in the future, I think it'll be really easy. the The biggest problem with NFTs today. Well, there's a lot of problems with nfts today but one of the problems is there's no good digital identity system out there for crypto like oh you just no, got a, we a still we know we haven't solved it we haven't solved a self-sovereign identity problem we haven't and when you do then that can be linked into the actual nft you could sign it with your identity so but do you want that knows... do we want do we want all of our assets out i don't know I, well, I, I don't know. I mean, it's Your like a vanity address. You, yes. you can't have a vanity address, right? I guess like sort of a, this is everything I own. This is everything I am. Here's my university diploma and the 15 NFTs I own. And my house somehow is also an NFT now. And it's all there. But what is this braggadocia like culture that we're creating? Is, is, is this really the cyberpunk freedom dream that we've, we're trying? I don't know. And again, um, I'm a... Sometimes I'm a cynic and I and I, I might be wrong. And you're right, there is a form of adoption, but there's a lot of vaporware out there. Come on. Yeah. It's it's a lot of nonsense. And you know, when I have people coming in and asking me, oh, which NFT should I buy? Oh, like that's where my heart bo no, but my that's not about who knows. It's like mm -hmm. like you said, you bought the one from Ken because you like Ken. So it's the same question as like, what do you currently own? What do you like? What art do you like? Are you an art collector? Like, don't I don't know. I think uh. it's funny because the art world <laughs> I, is a lot like this too. There's a lot of, of that going on. It's of just course. People want to make money, and I've kind of come to. But to not. But some artists, yeah. You know, but the whole so NFTs last year was the Trojan Trojan horse because somehow artists and creators would be able to sell directly to their fans and their audience and i think that mm -hmm. is that's that does exist and some yeah. people are really connecting with their audience in a unique way and are able actually to bypass you know the 40 percent markup that the gallery would have put on their art and things like that um and i feel that just the mainstream marketing machine has got a wind of that and we're not at the oh we're discovering unknown super original artists anymore um yeah it, it's more of a you know i don't know it's a, it's a mess but hey i day, am i i be good <laughs> yes oh my god am i really is that the sound of is that the end message of what, what i'm saying it's a little bit but maybe like, wow i i'm old then I, 
Does that mean wow. that I beat that? Did that? You see, this is what happened between our last conversation and now. I'm a more of a cynic. Yes. I'm in, I'm in more of a of a crypto boomer. Um, but 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 that happens, and that's the thing that yeah. I I I see. There's a lot of crap, and I don't take the existence of crap too. Like I don't care about it that much if it's the price you have to pay for there being good stuff too. You know. Yeah, you're right. Actually, there's with, there's something where I don't wanna I don't wanna mirror 2014 where Vitalik announced Ethereum at the Miami conference, and mm. then all these Bitcoiners basically got super mad and super upset because no, it had to only be Bitcoin. So I guess you're right. Mm -hmm. And when I went to an NFT event here in Amsterdam in November, uh, was impressed and was touched by the community of artists and digital creators and was I did I, I saw it as like a new branch. I called it like if we are like part of like a big tree, that this is just a new branch of people, right? It's a new branch and it's new blood and it's new utility. I just want people to understand that and like blockchain or you know, when when it was not about crypto, but it was about blockchain, you know, mm -hmm. how blockchain was supposed to like could solve everything. Like there were ICOs yeah. for you know, food hunger all the way. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Every use case under the sun was thrown at it and everything had to be decentralized and everything was going to get a blockchain now. Well, maybe not everything should be an NFT. That's all I'm saying. And I don't abuse. I think there are beautiful use cases and in some moments it's great, but we need to learn basically how to play with this new branch of crypto. I'm yeah, I feel like I'm yeah. already like tampering a little bit. <laughs> Uh, you know what's something is um, the, on the wax blockchain they're debuting these I forget what they're what they call this wax style. blockchain it W A X I think it's okay. the most active blockchain out there right now as far as like activity but it's um <laughs> it's very anyway it. It, it, this is the only reason I would even have thought of trying to do stuff on wax Ugh. is be is because I hate it when in the marketing they call it carbon neutral blockchain like what's yeah. this angle it's like yeah i can't wait for the day when no one even cares anymore but uh what was that they're calling yes. themselves an eco-friendly blockchain for nfts i mean a lot of people like that i don't i don't care i want it to burn i want it to burn a hole in the ozone layer it doesn't have value you know isn't that the maximalist stance anyway the more <laughs> the more carnage the more babies you throw into the volcano to power your miners <gasps> the the more delicious the bitcoin <laughs> i don't know okay well, <laughs> wait, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. Yeah, that was a little too far. But the thing is, <laughs> um, okay, when you get um, so the, this NFT style that they're debuting is a, I guess, is a proof of purchase of a physical object, and that when you redeem, when you like redeem it, you put you put a redeemed quality on it, then it gets shipped to you, right? And so it's like, so, you know, people, and this is something that like, I don't, this is not my world. So it's kind of like, it's a little bit new to me, but people do flip things all the time. They'll see a collectible at, a, at a, like a yard sale or on Craigslist or on eBay or whatever, and they'll buy it, get shipped to them. Then they'll resell it and make a profit off this. And what this is doing is you literally buy it, but don't trigger the shipping event yet. 
you buy the NFT, which is a proof of ownership of this physical item. You don't hit the button that says ship it yet, and then you sell it a bunch of times, and it's only when the person actually wants the official item, whoever the NFT, then they hit the ship button, then they actually get it shipped to them. And obviously, it's not a perfect system, but it's still an interesting use case that for flippers, people that like to flip real like physical items, it cuts down on a giant amount of shipping costs of actually having to receive the package that you're just going to resell again. And so you're starting to carve out a little bit more like practical use case out of that. And pretty soon, you know, I mean, sure. I could see so many NFTs in the background right there. There's like that shoe painting thing that needs to be an NFT. The mushroom I bought chart. that with ETH. Yes. That was and that was bought at the crypto drinks during my the crypto settlement that I organized. So the peer to peer marketplace nice. where where this artist literally came, mm -hmm. she brought her prints, were bought using crypto, and she actually created the last pull up that we did for our uh, crypto drinks. But you know what you know what's funny? That is not going to tr transition. No one knows you have that on your wall in the metaverse. You need to have it in but the But I don't care. Too. But I don't care. Okay. I I'll don't stop. care about the metaverse. Like I love virtual reality. Mm -hmm. I yeah. game in virtual reality. I don't care about showcasing stuff in the metaverse. Just like I never but, like to show what I own or what I have online. It's just no. Yeah. It's and the blame world. the Geneva Protestant, no braggy mm -hmm. humbleness that is like, you know. I was brought up with, but you don't, mm -hmm. you don't do that. You don't. And mm -hmm. it's, it's considered bad taste to want to showcase your assets. So, you know what I'm going to do? I'm <laughs> not actually going to do this by the way, but like all the artwork things in the background, Just not only it. are they, not only will they all be <laughs> NFT represented, but I'll have a little display that displays the real time market price slash value of each of those things <laughs> just like oh look it's going up it's going down <laughs> can you imagine someone doing that just like not only are you oh. showing off your things but you're showing off like the real-time price on the secondary markets of all those things that if no one's you done know, that yet they will do it very soon yeah i get it and just like you know certain exchanges or mm -hmm. people or communities don't have tokens some will have nfts and some will not it's the mm -hmm. same thing. It's like, of yeah. course, it's tempting to launch a coin and, you know, make all your community buy it and have a tiered level for people to be able to interact or get certain perks. And I just did not want to do that. But some people out there did. And then some yeah. communities have this type of token economics and it works for certain people. And mm -hmm. thank God we're in a free world where people can decide to join whatever communities they want and some are more or less gated and same for nfts yes but at one time in the in the live chat said nft metaverse flexing is just not impressive thank like, you yeah not not yet <laughs> stop no yeah. don't make it not yet never never yeah so or maybe is... the tiktokers maybe i'm completely wrong and gen before z will get, do it but i can't before do we it. get it to your real favorite subject solana yes before we get there uh, we'll just wrap up on on the <laughs> the digital identity so the world is digital as yes. well as physical 
And yes. I'm sure you've interacted with people before who have a massive online presence versus people who have almost no online presence. It's kind of weird. Mm -hmm. It's just like some people don't exist. And then some people are like on Twitter with a lot of followers, a lot of stuff there. And, you know, and there's any time, according to economics, right? Every time there's a demand for something and then the supply is scarce, you have digital scarcity, then you will have prices and people will, prices will go up and people will be willing to pay for that. That's so, why we fucking burned the fees. That's why we have EIP 1559. <laughs> yes. Which. Yes. That's still... brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah. But. Not so, a limited drop. <laughs> so what, if you're thinking about this, right. Yes. Digital real estate. The metaverse. Like, I don't know. The, I, I don't like. I hate the, the metaverse hype. I hate the <laughs> people calling it the metaverse when there isn't one. Right. No, it just. There there's different. One. Whatever. But digital property and digital real estate exists today it's just in different spots anytime you're running an online ad advertisement you're renting digital space just like mm -hmm. you're renting a an actual physical billboard sure. yeah. when you're renting a twitter boosting thing you're you're paying for the scarce digital real estate for access to that and so right. so for example say you run an ad on twitter you just rent it some people might be willing to sell it so maybe that'll be an NFT thing. So you pay a lot of money instead of renting a building, you buy a building, right? Instead of renting a space, you buy a space. And so, for example, one thing that Ken Bozak keeps trying to get me to do is on this monitor back here is have that sell an NFT for that space. And whoever holds the NFT can display whatever they want on it. And I will. I would respect the hustle and I would have yes. a lot of fun seeing what would be displayed there. It's funny because people, some people think like, oh, well, that's just so weird. But the same people have little like sponsored by Kraken bottom thing on their account. That's the exact same thing, except it's just it not is. as fun. It it's is. It's just a renting it's... rather than buying, you know? Yeah. And that's fun. I think that's cool. And yeah. I, I also have sponsorships for my events and mm -hmm. they get special perks and they get mentioned in the meetup and they get, you know, all of that. Don't get so, an yeah, NFT. Totally. They don't get an I'm NFT. Not, they don't get not an yet. NFT. No, no. Pull-ups. Attendees attending my events get pull-ups. So that is a thing. Yeah. So but there's no uh, point in selling it. None. It's really commemorative. That's it. And it's minted on XDI, which I realize has its own limitations, but something. Well, speaking of limitations... Okay, we have first one time says every NFT use case seems to work fine with centralized technology. Why decentralize it? Ooh. This is just going to end up being the NFT podcast. I'll be answered in just like yeah, a second. Yeah, really. So we can Joel, get on we did 50 minutes of NFT talk. Jesus. Yes. Um, why decentralize? So every um, fiat use case seems to work. Every money monetary use case seems to work fine with fiat currency. Why decentralize it? It's an open-ended question. There's a few NFTs because they're not entire monetary systems like crypto is because it's not your, it's a smaller, each NFT is a smaller active freedom than crypto because crypto is a radical active freedom, right? If you're living on crypto, that's a radical active freedom. If you're Minting NFTs, that's a minor act of freedom. It's still an act of freedom, but it, it's much smaller because you still are the central issuer of 
you're still the central issuer of the NFT and you still decide what it means or what privileges come with it kind of for now. It's just that the ownership of the thing you have is out of your hands once you sell it. Once you relinquish it, you can't unmint your NFT. You can't burn it if someone else has it. It's out there. And that, so that's a little, that's an incremental improvement. But once you start combining smart contracts with legacy contracts, once you have a, let's just say you're like, you make an NFT of like a, of a property, right? And it comes with a percentage of every single bit of money you get goes to whoever bought the NFT, for example then right well, now depends you on the, it de depends on the smart contract depends basically on the yeah. metadata yes you can and i was just i was just thinking about the those nfl tickets like are they allowing people to resell them because that would be really funny if someone shows up because they bought someone they're like the third buyer off of an nf you know off of an nft nfl issuer yes have well, they thought know, of that or do they are early going well, they only issue those tickets as commemorative, so post-event and not before. I don't know, but can you imagine? Ticket scalping is a real thing. Yeah. But if you have a pre-programmed in on secondary markets 1% or 5% resale fee, like a lot of these NFTs are, like, for example, the one I bought from Ken has, uh, then you don't care if it gets scalped to death really because you're making money on every resale right. unless they take it off the secondary markets and just do a purely peer-to-peer -peer sale, but they, they don't have access to the marketplace and the price, they probably won't get as good of a deal. So if the resale fee is low enough, they'll just eat it and put I'm it on I'm just wondering the if, so the, if, the talk, if the tickets are nominative, mm -hmm. I'm wondering if the NFTs are. And then if they are, then you've just like doxed yourself because now your Polygon address is your name on it. Yeah, the... The smart contract space, including NFTs, is up for a crazy wake-up call with privacy. Like, I remember remember when people were saying, oh, Bitcoin's not actually as private as you think, right? And it's like... That shocked a lot. Let, let me show you Ethereum. Like, uh, Well, like, okay. Without doing tornado cash, without doing yeah. all this other... Without, you know, okay, I got it. But anyway, yeah. um, let's end the NFT talk and go to Solana. So, wormhole. There was that that bridge. the East, East Solana bridge. Yeah. They got um a giant freaking hack. So, Jump Crypto replenishes funds from the 320 million wormhole hack in the largest ever DeFi bailout. So, the venture capital firm dug in its own pockets to restore the trust in the entire Yeah, you know, ecosystem. I started looking about who was Jump Crypto. So, I got interested cuz I look at this. So, okay. For those who don't know, bridge got hacked. 300 million worth of ETH, whatever, you know, cool, cool, cool. It was a, you know, they were supposed to fix the, fix the patch. They knew that there was a bug, they fixed it and it got exploited. So it was kind of like, oops, we fixed it, but we didn't push it through. So therefore, uh, mm -hmm. and you know, it happened. So uh, we're, we're never rooting for hackers. It's, you know, well, they are, they do exploit vulnerabilities that are out there. Yeah. You um, never there's root a for hackers unless they hack Solana, in which case I'm sure you root for them secretly. <laughs> I am not rooting for them, for anybody that gets, <laughs> okay. who who loses funds or anything like that. I'm never for that. What it's interesting is that for, you know, a, a network in an environment that says it's in beta, no, 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 we're not sure, but there's so much value being whatever, 
it's it's very sketchy to put all your assets there. What is interesting is that for you know, obviously for certain interested parties, such as uh, Jump Crypto, they were ready to foot the bill basically and reimburse everyone. So hacker walks away with the fund and VC jumps in and reimburses everyone. What happens is that I realized that not only are these guys invested in Wormhole, obviously, they're also invested in uh, Certus One, which is the implementation team behind Wormhole. Hmm. And they basically... Well, they say it's interesting. I was looking at their website. They're invested in different different in different things, but they're part of like, let's say, a fiat group called Jump Trading. So they have big pockets, mm -hmm. right? And they don't want to lose face. So someone at some meeting was like, "We need to foot the bill, otherwise, like fifty percent of what we've I don't know what the allocation of the fund is into these different projects as a VC, but they were like, okay, this is cheaper to basically foot the bill for this hack." Uh, than to just let our assets die, basically, and lose yeah. our credibility and and value. Now, does that mean that the hacker just walks away with the funds and doesn't, you know, maybe doesn't even have to feel bad because like the funds got got restored? Um, but it's weird. This is weird, and and there will be more bridge exploits in the future. Obviously, this is only the first of many. Um, you know, all this composability, all these Lego money Legos that we're creating. And it's, I don't know. Uh, I guess it's kind of a happy ending. We don't have to be so sad for everybody losing their money. Uh, but mm -hmm. I think then we shouldn't call it a decentralized world. Just like the VC came in and paid the bill, you know. And that's yeah, because that's the other thing is a lot of crypto <laughs> is not is very VC today. A lot of these kinds of things. And yeah, and that's I, one of the reasons yeah. why I'm not super interested in Solana at all because it just seems like the ultimate VC crypto. And it's like, weren't people talking yeah, but, smack about XRP back in the day? This yeah, of like, course. This is, like XR, this is like Ripple on steroids kind of thing. Well, mm. but the, the thing is that as a shareholder of mm -hmm. Jump Crypto or as a shareholder, I should say maybe of the mother company, uh, mm -hmm. Jump Trading, I would be like, who is making these investment decisions? Like, why did we invest in Wormhole? Why did we invest in, you know, Certus One? And why are we now footing the bill for these amateurs that are, you know, pushing code that shouldn't be pushed out? I and mean, we definitely shouldn't be holding that much assets if we're if this is such a shaky foundation. So I would question the investment strategy. Um, and I would, as a shareholder, I would be pissed, <laughs> basically. Yeah. So I'm happy for I'm happy for the users. I'm kind of happy. I guess the hacker walks free. Um, but as a shareholder of those companies, I'd be like, what the hell? What the hell? Well, let me give you a, a sort of, I agree. And I think that DeFi bailouts, first off, hack, uh, bridge hack insurance is going to be a thing very soon. Mm. Because you can't like no one's gonna put real money into this thing it's never going anywhere people don't put real money into it and a lot of people are not going to put real money into it if they can just lose everything and be like sorry you know so a few ecosystems so this this reminds me of two chains uh thorchain and maya and hmm, thorchain had a so Maya is it's not fully mainnet launched yet, but it's it's a copy paste almost. It's the light it's the Litecoin of Thorchain. It's like a, a copy of Thorchain. Interesting. And but they do something very different in one key thing, 
right? It's on Elrond? Is that the one I'm thinking? No, no my think. it's I think it's called a uh, Maya Protocol. Is what okay. goes by. And um okay. but anyway, so Thorchain has a fat treasury, a big fat treasury. <laughs> Mm. And during the chaos net stage of the platform, when they were basically beta testing stuff, but with real money, there were yeah. a few hacks and people lost yeah. some money, yeah. but the treasury paid them back yeah. because that's, that was kind of an expectation because, you know, it's going to happen. And so I think that at some point, you know, you need, it is useful to have a big thing like that. And unfortunately, you know, that is a centralization kind of thing. Maya is doing something different in that, even though that's going to be basically a copy of Thorchain, uh, they are going to basically, for lack of a better term, airdrop. But basically, they're going to give away the entire supply to like liquidity holders and node stuff and stuff. And get basically, they're going to have no treasury. Like the developers have no treasury, but they will get one percent, I believe, or ten percent. I think it is ten percent of all revenue generated by the by the actual platform, and so that's an interesting gamble because what ha like they're first off they're gambling their entire future on uh, getting a successful platform. You know, it's like a successful business because if there's no trading volume, there's no money for them, right? They're kind of which is it's a very bold and ballsy move to just say, look, we believe in our product enough. We believe in this Thorchain complement, not competitor, but complement so much that we're going to not have a war chest. We're just going to make our money from revenue. On the other hand, what happens if Thorchain gets hacked this year? Odds are some the, the treasury is probably going to repay liquidity providers. I'm just guessing that they would. You know, because otherwise no one's going to invest in it. What happens if that happens to Maya, though? Do if they don't have money to do that, it just sorry, that's it. So, well, you know, that's the that's risk the you took by investing in us. Da, 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 da. We're not responsible. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We'll see. This yes. is interesting for me to look at uh, because yes. our first crypto tech event yes. is happening on the 9th of February in Amsterdam mm -hmm. in person, and the first edition is dedicated to Thorchain. So we're going to have nice. a Thorchain, Thorswap uh, community, um, yeah, person uh, share everything about Thorchain. So I really look forward to, I'll ask him about my actually. Do, I think that's, do you know who that he would is? be good. Yes, I do. Oh, is it secret? No, it's not. But it's also okay. like, you know, it's Thorchain. <laughs> yes. It has a certain, it has a certain profile of people, uh, which is wonderful. And I try to respect it as much as I can. So, yeah. Well, I really look That's forward to that session. It, and you'll get a POAP if you join <laughs> in person. Get an, get an NFT too. Well, yeah. Thorchain's selling a bunch of NFTs too. But anyway, that's, let's not get distracted with that. Um, no. um, but it's yeah. funny. I actually heard about Maya from Chad Barraford, the kind of big, makes, big cheese developer. It makes developer sense, right? And it's always interesting, I guess, for projects, you know, mm -hmm. the fork of yourself. What's What's better about it? I think we've seen all these different forks in this space, you and I, and we, it's always interesting to see the mother. <laughs> and actually that was the first time I went to a meetup. Uh, that was the first thing that was explained to me. It was forks and I couldn't understand it. And it was like someone was comparing it to a cow having a cough and that they shared the, some of the genetic code, but they're different. I thought that was such a mm -hmm. cute metaphor at the time for me, not understanding anything. Um, but we'll see, yeah. maybe Maya's better and 
I was also diving recently into Ponzinomics before the whole time spell thing blew up. Um, mm -hmm. But it was very interesting and in seeing the a fork of Olympus Dow, you know, Wonderland time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe the fork isn't always better than the original one. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what's funny is sometimes it is. Now, yes, when they have like get... bigger blocks, that's a good one. Well, this is also <laughs> where you... we get. <laughs> This is also where we get into a lot of like semantics and stuff. Yes. Some people would. Do you remember when people remember when Ethereum Classic was a thing? It's still up there in the market cap for some you reason. You know that I, I, well, because people like me mm -hmm. <laughs> still hold some because they are weirdly attached to what that was. I know it's weird. Yes. I always so like is Ethereum that Classic the original? Ethereum, I know. Or I is know. it a fork? Which one is the fork? So that could be argued that the fork is the more successful one if it's a if you, you see, consider that to be they, Ethereum. They were smarter in a way because they never tried to go through the we are the original Ethereum model. Mm -hmm. They never, you know, that's a marketing that only a few took, uh, which yeah. confused a bunch of people. Uh, but Ethereum Classic never tried to be the. I mean. The, the code forked and there's two versions and it has a different history and different values, yeah. but it's not trying to be the original. It's just, it's not, we're just a different. We, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So here's a, there is one thing. I believe Monero is a Bitcoin fork. I'm not sure if it is entirely or here's where it gets weird because I know they're both CryptoNote and Bitcoin was the original. I just, I don't know if it was a, like, you know, kind of like Litecoin is a fork of Bitcoin if it was yeah. like a, a from scratch copy or, I, you know, I'm pretty sure. I it don't was. know I, my, I, I don't know my Monero history very well, I realize. Yes. So. But so in terms of like a chain split, like, you know, what happened with the Bitcoins, that's different. But in terms of like Bitcoin's big daddy and then you have the forks, like let's just say a Litecoin, let's just say a Dash, let's say a Zcash, let's say a, almost every UTXO coin out there was forked from Bitcoin, right? It was a BCH. code fork, but not a chain fork. Yes. Yeah. And, but but the BCH, BSV, all that, you know, eCash, all that stuff is a an actual chain split as well as a code fork. It's both. Right, right, right. Yeah. But so even as far as that, usually forks are not as successful of any kind as far as like the market is concerned. So Monero might be one of the only Except ones for the Ethereum the one and yeah, the Ethereum Classic one. Depends on, again, depends on the definition. But, you know, <laughs> Monero might be in, unique in that way. That Now, mm. Verge, it, I believe, is a, is a Dogecoin fork. No. Because it started as Dogecoin Dark and then they rebranded it to Verge. And there, no was way. A, there was a time when Verge was more successful than Dogecoin, I believe. But since yeah. how the tables have turned, thank you, Elon Musk, and now the rightful Doge has reclaimed its Doge-like throne at the top. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was first called Dogecoin Dark and then rebranded to Verge in 2016. And Dogecoin Dark was a fork of Dogecoin, so it's a fork of a fork. Mm -hmm. There you go. Wow, I did not know that. Interesting. Yeah. Let me wow. interject because I did get a, I got a um, hyper chat in Odyssey with library credits. Hey, lovely. Um, from Heist, 
about NFTs and we that was like 10 minutes ago. So mm. um, I should probably say it. Um, honestly, I find the concept of NFTs for some art forms passable, but NFTing everything will eventually destroy NFTs as people cringe at the idea. And one time later said, I cringe at all NFTs. <laughs> That's, That's like true. the whole, so, it's, yeah, it's like the decentralized all the thing. It's the same thing. It's like it's going to yes. reach. It's going to have to push the concept as far as it can. And then we're going to go back good. to have maybe a sane NFT market. This is why Saner? I think like Satoshi blessed Doge, right? Because I mean, Doge was just, was just a fun thing and that people played around with and had too much real value probably for a while. Elon Musk, you know, praise Elon for doing this because hear me out, right? He, yeah, really, because I'm He was just right joking away. around, right? No, he Everyone, wasn't. So I bought a Dogecoin pillow way before the Elon tweet stuff. Everyone had Dogecoin memorabilia somewhere. Every crypto person, it's like the inside thing. Everyone yeah. was kind of doing that. Elon did that a little bit. He's just like, oh, I like Dogecoin. And, but because he did it, like, because he's the richest man in the world on Twitter, then that pumped the ever-loving crap out of the coin. I do not think that first time was intentional. But every subsequent time, I believe, was absolutely intentional. And yeah. I think each... And he's been keeping it up as a yes. not... That which but is bad each subsequent thing he does is having a much lesser value. Impact. Inve right? Well, maybe. A much lesser... But... And it's, <sighs> an, it's, it's an inoculation where... You know, it's basically pushing crap money to its limit so we don't have to deal with crap money as much anymore. Because you take Dogecoin and then instantly, oh, there's Shiba Inu. Well, you know, the copy that's like the cash in, the cynical cash in on that. And then there's Floki and there's Baby Doge and then there's Buff Doge. And there's all these like million freaking Doge things that all made a lot of money. Most of them just completely disappeared. Shiba's still around as far as I know. And obviously, Doge is still around. But well, uh, Shiba, point, what yeah. I know is that Daniel Sista, who's behind Frog Nation, who's behind Wonderland, who's behind Abracadabra Money, who's behind, is also the largest Shiba holder in Sushi. So that was part of my deep dive. So there you go. All of your, now everybody can do whatever they want with that information. But this person also holds most mm -hmm. of Shiva. Yes. It's one big it's, circle. It's just one big thing. But the point is, Elon pushed it to its limit. He broke it. He's breaking that so that, you know, we get over it. And it, so it's it's kind of like jumping into the ice bath. Like, it doesn't feel good, but then it, it you know, you get used to it. I'm not sure. And, Maybe. And so Maybe. the same thing with NFT, everything. First off, I do think everything's going to be an NFT. But like a lot of the things that the boring, like I want to make NFTs boring. That's the biggest problem with NFTs is they're not boring, that everyone's excited about them. Everyone's like, oh my God, you get the new, there's so much hype. Let's burn through that. Let's push it as hard as we can burn through that. And then it's just like, you know, every, yeah, for the next, I think the next care. two, three years, we're going to live through this. Sure. Yes. Good, and good. so I'm that's the thing is like I'm in it for the boring NFTs. I'm not in it wow. for the hype. So and yeah, so I now we wait. have a t-shirt that says I'm in for the tech and I'm in for the boring NFTs. 
<laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. Uh, Joel, I have, to I have to jump off. I'm sorry. Uh, but it was really well, nice you had a, being You had a here. question real quick, right? I had a question. Someone said in the oh. left head, John Morris said, Amsterdam, nice. Can you repeat yes. that first event on the 9th February in Amsterdam or provide a link to the location? Aw, okay. Can I do my show and then I'll and then I'll jump off? Yes, do your so, show. So, uh, hi everyone. Thank you for <laughs> being with us all this time and hearing us like mm -hmm. ramble about NFTs in the world. Um, I host Crypto Canal Meetup here in Amsterdam. The Crypto Canal Meetup gathers now twice a month because yay, we have events once again uh, for crypto tech. Uh, it's going to come up this 9th of February and it's going to be dedicated to StoryChain and we have crypto drinks at the end of the month. So crypto tech will always have a bit of, uh, well, tech, it's in the name, right? But a bit of light, we're going to have some lightning talks, some Q and A's. So really it's more dev focused, more content focused and crypto drinks just stays the usual format that we had last year, whether it's just pure, lovely networking. Another thing I'd like to share is that in April, we will have DevConnect uh, in Amsterdam, which is a one week uh, dedicated to Ethereum development. Uh, and I'll be organizing Ethereum Day on the 18th of April and DeFi Day on the 25th of April. So you can check out all of this under the website CryptoCanal.org or join the CryptoCanal meetup. We also have a Telegram group. Um, so yeah, I hope to see some of you in person in Amsterdam for one of those events. But I'm very happy that I can finally bring together people in person IRL in Amsterdam. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're gonna have to come visit here too and we're gonna have to wow you some events. But thanks very much for being on. Oh, uh, don't Thank be a stranger you. now. Um I <laughs> I, I literally took a month, like December was just like, I was just not into, I was just not into doing everything yes. for a while. Well, if you get too Which scarce. Which is good. Mental health for crypto. We need that yes. as well. But mm -hmm. on the subject of mental health, if you want to preserve yes. yours, yes. if you, if your appearances become too scarce, I will start yes. minting them as NFTs and selling them. <laughs> <laughs> Therefore, it is in your best mental health interest to not be wow. so scarce. <laughs> wow. I was going to say, like, I'm going to lose my mental health over NFTs, and now you're going to make it a thing. Cool. Yes. Cool, Joel. <laughs> yes, absolutely. All right. Thanks, All right. everyone, for watching. Thank um, you. We'll see you next week. And go to Eleanor's event. Go follow her people, the Humans of Crypto podcast. Oh, yeah. All also. that stuff. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, subscribe so you don't miss an episode and donate to support the show by going to my Cointree page. That's cointr.ee slash thedesertlinks and leave a message with your donation. Check out the show's sponsors. Live on crypto with BitRefill. Buy absolutely anything with crypto with Shop and Bit. Avoid content censorship with Odyssey. Protect your privacy online with NordVPN. Get paid to search with PreSearch. All links are in the show notes.